Welcome to the Mondo Neon Show. Argon, Neon, Helium, Xenon, Krypton. Transform and roll out. Max at Mondo Neon. I'm here with Signs United. I have uh, Steve Spiegel, Mike Zach, Marla Zach, and Will Hansen. Thanks for joining me, guys. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, and this is like a group show. So interestingly enough, the uh, this is like an international community of vintage sign hunters. You guys call yourselves many different things, but it really at the heart of it, I feel, are, are pure enthusiasts when it comes to preservation work, but also just uh, artistic merits in your own right. You guys have uh, a lot of different sign makeup, um, photography being one of them, but artists, you know, just, and I think of, you know, all kinds of things, but um where did everybody kind of meet? I think at the kind of the, the middle of that conversation, feel free to take it wherever you like. Well, we had, we had been all part of a, of another sign group and we had, you know, been out on, on, on shoots and having a great time. And um, Steve and I at one point had talked about, we felt, you know, maybe something was missing from that group. We felt that we wanted to be a little bit more inclusive. And what I mean by that is, you know, we're photographers, we love taking, but there's, other people out there there's the artists the neon vendors the sign makers so we wanted to expand a little bit from beyond just photography into those areas so we kind of decided to pull the trigger uh marla came aboard will came aboard and we started signs united yeah mike uh mike and marla and i had known each other for years and had you know just uh on our own been uh you know photographing signs and and you know and, and vintage in general and uh, and and really, when when Instagram came along, uh, is when you know because I thought you know we had this kind of quirky little hobby, and then uh, when Instagram came along and somebody taught the millennial taught me how how to hashtag, uh, <laughs> I uh, I started to find that were all these people all over the country and all over the world who were doing uh, you know taking beautiful shots of, of vintage signs, and then we started all making connections. Uh, that's how I met Will, and uh, and then we started planning uh, trips together. You know, as, as Mike was saying, we started going to you know sign rich places and starting to bond first as photographers, and then as Mike said, we started wondering about like, well, we're taking beautiful pictures of these beautiful signs, but there's got to be something more. How can we? Yeah. How can we? How can we do something to help save these? Yeah, yeah. I think that, that was the next piece for me as well. I mean, once we got together and we started, you know, forming this new group and seeing what we could really become, you know, we as a group really wanted to set some clear principles and goals around what we stand behind, and you know, we all decided inclusively that preservation was definitely going to be a big part of this group. Uh, you know, all the while doing the things that we also love, which is going out and, you know, shooting them and viewing them and, um, you know, sharing each other's work and having the art shows. But a big part of this, we really wanted to say, hey, we're going to really be a preservation group that just happens to do all the other fun stuff attached to it. Yeah, and I do, I, I see there's like a, a strong correlation between you know, where, especially what you said, I love the, the topic of social media because it's brought, it's brought people together in a really profound way, especially in the sign making space, but also in the, in the documentation air space as well. Like, uh, we've had a, I've had a number of 
uh, and you know guests on that have talked about their just their love of photography and how that that has that perfect mix between travel and experimentation you know you go to a place you go to the restaurants you go to these strange motels and then you leave with this unique uh snapshot of what it used to be like maybe back then because for some of these places there's not a lot of change and then in a lot of ways there has there's a lot of rust on the sign there's a lot of um history between you know the the ways that the roads have changed you know people don't come down this way anymore you know or god forbid they're just gone and so though the preservation acts that are happening are really to protect some heritage or at least have some idea of of what it was like for for people to be you know back in those days and kind of looking around and kind of you know saying themselves hey this is great it's still here maybe the place of business isn't here anymore but at least we can uh, admire the the work of art that that was left originally at the uh, you know that kind of brought people here in the first place you know how do you approach that is that easy to do kind of you know because there's so many different signs I've noticed out in LA in that area yeah that's a tricky topic because you know you you have lots of different people too that when you talk about preservation there's there's many different avenues that you could go down right there's there's the love of keeping it true to how it's aged right um, loving the crust and, and the rust and the authenticity. Um, and there's that fine line of uh, over-restoration, uh, which takes it away from it, the true essence. So, you know, I, I think these guys can, can speak to it as well. Like when yeah. we're photographing these signs, you know, we, we, we love all of it. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. You know, I, uh, I uh, volunteer sometimes at the uh, Museum of Neon Art here in Glendale, California, and they do all kinds of great work. And uh, I, I love what they will sometimes do with a two-sided uh, sign. Uh, they'll restore one side of it, you know, to what it was when it was new, but leave the other side with the peely paint and the, you know, the, and the original tubes and things like that to really, to really give you both perspectives on the sign. Because I, I, I think like all of us, we, there's something about that beauty and decay, uh, mm -hmm. but we also, you know, we want these, you know, we, we were all just at the Roy's, you know, a lot of us were at the Roy's relighting and it was spectacular to see it brought back, um, uh, you know, to, to its, uh, to its, you know, glowing form again. So, so, you know, we want that of course, but there is something about like, you know, there's a history, the, these signs have stories to tell and they've been there and they're standing there for, you know, 50, 60 years sometimes. Well, and unfortunately, sometimes, and Mike will be able to speak to this a bit more, but sometimes a city isn't in favor of a sign being restored because of the plans that they have for that city. Right, exactly. That that gets to the to the Merle West sign. Um, it's a project. Uh, it's a sign we saved in Whittier. Uh, Steve and I were out shooting. Steve and I try to carve out a Friday every couple of months to go out and just shoot signs. And we were spending a day together shooting in Whittier, and we ran into the owner of the Merle West uh, business, old Merle West business. It was a carpet cleaning business. Uh, gorgeous sign, sort of a horizontal diamond shaped sign with green neon. Beautiful, beautiful sign. And we ran to the owner and he said, you know, like a lot of the owners do when they see people shooting signs, why are you taking pictures of my sign? <laughs> and we told him. <laughs> and he said, uh, do you want it? The city's making me take it down. And of course, Steve and I were like, that's horrible. You know what? Anyway, uh, long story short, um, explored all the possibilities of figuring out ways to save the sign. 
Um, and unfortunately, it just wasn't part of the city's plan to leave signs like this up. It happens. We know how this happens in cities. I don't want to get into all that political stuff, but it happens sometimes. Mm -hmm. And so I, um, you know, we decided to try to get in touch with different museums. I got in touch with uh, Tommy over at Valley Relics Museum. Great guy. Great place. Everybody should go visit it. Uh, and he was all over saving the sign. You know, the goal we have in Signs United is to leave the sign in place wherever possible, restore it, put the neon back in, make it beautiful again where it originally stood. In this case, the sign couldn't stay there anymore. So, you know, we arranged, we got the permits. It took about a year and a half uh, to get things scheduled right with the owner. He was going to the city to find out what part of the sign he could leave intact. Unfortunately, he wouldn't let him have any of it. So uh, about uh, three, four, four months ago, um, you know, Tommy's crew rolled out with the crane, carefully and safely removed the sign, took down the poles, and took it back to Valley Relics Museum, where the neon is being fixed right now. And it should, I just talked to Tommy the other day. It should be in the museum in the next couple of weeks. So it's a something that instead of ending up in a collection somewhere where no one can ever see it again, fortunately, it'll be at this museum where people can come and enjoy it, enjoy it relit and beautiful uh, for years to come. Yeah, and Mike, you're right. I mean, look, you know, this nonprofit organization, for people who don't know, is in Van Nuys, California. So it's a really cool place. I mean, there's, there's now a number of museums out there, you know, just to name a few, like American Sign Museum, and you've got places like um, Ignite Signs and the National Sign Museum. There are places that you can contact, you know, not everybody has the space to be able to do it or the willingness to want to go and take something like that on, but there's a lot more than you realize. And even ones that are, who knows, I mean, they're cropping up now. So there's, yeah, I mean, transporting those signs to someone who is able or at least blessed enough to be able to bring them back to their, you know, putting this, the neon back on, it's just maybe step one. Right. And I think that helps, you know, a lot, but just, yeah, the new housings, the, 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 you know, the porcelain housings, replacing all that, it, it, it takes a lot of effort, but you're right. Like it, it usually is a group of people who really understand what it is and then have to have that happen before hopefully it comes down and then everyone kind of just, Oh, I'm, we, we're there in time, you know, type thing. Yeah. Um, well, and there are a lot of signs. I mean, how, I don't know what the statistic is, but how many signs have we lost, you know, in this country in the last 30 years, you know, that ended up in scrap heaps and, 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 you know, just metal yards it's so you know it all starts with the love I and mean, we all have different reasons for loving these signs why we mm -hmm. fell in love with these signs and you know we're all sort of uniting to save them to do what we can to keep them in place or at least have them preserved for people to enjoy yeah and it's a, I, uh, an all or nothing uh, type model like some people you know if you have the proper budget and it's you know how, how do how should like regular people like if they have business owners let's say they come up with this, you know, oh, I've got to get rid of it, but what do I do type factor? Where or Can they reach out to you guys? How does that work? We've, yeah. been, talking, uh, we've been actually been talking about, we have uh, our membership right now, we have about 200 people. Um, we were uh, going to create a letter uh, so that we could, um, if you went to, if you saw a business whose sign was either not being lit or in some sort of disrepair, uh, to spell out like who we are and uh, that we appreciate your sign. We appreciate that you have the sign. Um, and if there's any way we can help uh, put you in touch with the right people to get an estimate, because sometimes these small business owners don't even know where to begin. And yeah. just, it's easier, it's easier to keep the light off than to even think about even getting an estimate. Mm -hmm. uh, so if we can, if we can, 
create a kind of a kind of a form letter that can be adjusted for you know because we have members all over the country and all over the world uh, that they could you know even just take this in or use it as a template to be able to talk to these uh, mostly small business owners uh, mm-hmm. and, and give them a, a path to uh, repairing their sign. Yeah, we 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 uh, we've been really thinking about this, and you know, all four of us have day jobs, so. Um, you know, getting to the website and creating these things that we want to do is, is challenging. But uh, like Steve was saying, this preservation flyer, if, if you call it, um, what we wanted to do was have it downloadable from the website um, so that, you know, no matter where you were, you, you would have a list of assets um, or resources to go to. Um, one other idea that we had as well was, you know, just doing... Um, little trips here and there, like maybe starting in LA where you get, you know, 50 people and you just all take flyers out and you go around the city and just start passing them out to some of your favorite places just to kick it off. Um, you know, the American Sign Museum um, has a really great uh, part on their website, which lists a lot of different, you know, all obviously the museums, the artists, the vendors, uh, the restoration people. So, um, you know, I think, they may have put us on, on their list now for their Save Our Signs. It's a Save Our Signs link. Um, so we want to do something similar to that, but allow it to be sort of downloadable and you know, taken out in the wild and given to owners um, before um, things are threatened. Yeah. And yeah. also, yeah. also yeah. obviously, things yeah. like Modern Neon Podcast helps us tremendously because you're helping us get our name out there and what we're trying to do. So. Thank you. This is awesome. This helps a lot. Oh, of course. I mean, the you know the form when it's done. Let it. Let me know. You know, I will. You know, we'll get it up online. We have a private Facebook. We're trying to to gather as many kind of neon fans as we can. And so, um, yeah. I mean, the work being done is very important. I think too, on, even at the state and government level, and historical and preservation organizations that are in a state really do kind of help that process along. So, I'm thinking even at the uh, you know the facilitation support of businesses helping investors and communicate, you know, those groups in advance, Hey, you know, these are historic preservation projects. You know, these are, these are worth saving. And and the more obvious you can be about that, I guess the, the better, you know, at the same time, you know, word of mouth is really helpful too. Like you said, of just knowing that there's a place that people can go to, to, to gain support and at least, you know, connect themselves with, you know, a group that does know about how these things work and has connections is really I mean, probably a huge game changer. I don't think that's even really kind of been at the forefront of some of these businesses. I think the first thing they think about is how do I get rid of it rather than just, you know, what's next. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And it's, it's, it's very expensive to take a sign down. So, you know, if, if there's a way to save it in place or help them, you know, put them in touch, it's overwhelming when you have to go to the city and say, I want to keep my sign. And no, I mean, it can, it's, it's tough. In some cases, it's unfortunate they lose the battle. But yeah, giving as much information out there, you know, like Will and Steve said, getting the information out there for business owners that we can step and we can help. And we have great partners, you know, as we talked about Valley Relics, other people, uh, San Francisco Neon, people out there that, that can help do these things, help us save these signs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and in terms of preservation, does some, something as recent as 10 or 20 years old have as much relevance as, say, something that's 50 years old? I mean, there are people who will claim that, yeah, I mean, the best neon is in the 50s, whatever. I mean, it's it's definitely subjectional. Anything to kind of like rest your head on that a little bit? I don't know. Uh-huh. I, I personally think anything 20 years old will eventually be 30 years old, and then it's 50, I mean, it will be 30 more, 50 years old. So 
if it's neon, it's like we talk about that TX sign. Remember, guys, the TX sign? That's sure. Yeah. Okay. It, used, it was this great neon sign that said TX on it. it. Was how many stories up here? That was like five stories up. It was. It was. Oh, at least. Way yeah. It was to be seen from the five freeway. Yes. And they took the TX neon down, but they replaced whatever new business is there, and I can't remember what it is with it's Empire. Empire. Empire, but it's neon, and it's you know. I like the TIAC. I think we all agree the TIAC was classic and, and beautiful, but at least they tried to preserve it, put neon back in. And so 50 years from now, people will be going, hey, that Empire sign, that's so cool. So I think some of the stuff from 20 years ago is just, it may not be as beautiful as the old <laughs> stuff, but it's significant. I think anyone who puts neon back in, you know, is, is tops in my book. I really do believe that. Well, even going beyond that, you know, um, neon is where we clearly have the most fascination, but, you know, signs in general, um, I mean, some of my favorite ones are black, backlit plastic signs. Yeah, you know? I agree. Yeah. One, I, you know, being, being a creative myself, I love typography. I love, you know, color schemes. So there are times and, you know, the Trader Sam was a very good example um, they had a, a beautiful plastic backlit sign on top, and there's many businesses that have them. You go around San Francisco and you see them all the all over the place. And you know, I think those are worthy of of saving as well, and don't nearly cost as much to restore either. So, some of my, uh, yeah, yeah, some of some of my favorite uh, neon signs incorporate uh, mm -hmm. bulbs and backlit plastic yes. and other elements yeah. as well. So I think you know and. Yeah, you know, the yeah, kind of the fun thing about that that Trader Sam in, in, in San Francisco is that it had bulbs, neon, backlit yeah. plastic. Yeah. It's kind of has everything. It's a trifecta of great signage. Is what yeah. it is. Yes. <laughs> it really is. And, yeah, and, and I'm all for, I mean, you know, and don't get me wrong, you don't have to replace, you know, plastic with neon. If it's a great plastic sign, if something breaks, by all means, replace it with plastic. Just keep it as original as it, as it was. That's, that's, I think, what we all want. Right. Yeah, and then, you know, and sometimes, uh, you know, obviously businesses change and get sold. Yeah. Um, but there are instances where the neon sign gets repurposed uh, in, in a good way. Like they keep they keep the font, but they you know they want to put their own name up there. Uh, but they keep the shape of the sign, the font, and you know we you know we we appreciate that as, as, long sure. as they're they're reusing the neon. Um, uh, in, in a cool way, instead of yeah. plastering over it or 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 taking all the glass out and and just painting it and you know, or, you know. yeah, there's one in Burbank that's plywooded over, just plywooded over. It looks like an old neon sign, and they hand paint it on it with you know just like a paintbrush. You go, no, why? But <laughs> you know, you can't see it all. We but yeah. we can try. We can try. Yeah. Well, I mean, one of the things I, I thought it was um, Tally's Good Food Cafe on, on Route 66, which was lit up on uh, October 24th. Um, this is reflected in some of the work that they've done uh, with the uh, the new grant program. It's a, basically yeah. it's, it's a way to uh, re resuscitate some of these old neon signs. Um, the Tulsa Route 66 Commission was uh, what they did is they, they, the grant pays for 50% of the cost for the neon sign up to $10,000. So part of the incentive is not just the looks, but the real effects of these signs on the businesses. Uh, yeah. This is happening right now. So that's pretty cool. That's very cool. It is. Yeah. And, and, I, and I love the perspective too, of bringing these dark parts of the city back to life again. 
uh, with the light, you know, as we all know, neon went through this phase of, of neon signified sort of the grungy, dirty side of town and it, and it signified something maybe bad or seedy. Um, and now that's, that, that's sort of transitioning and, you know, it's, we're bringing life back to certain parts of, of town, which is a good thing. Right. Yeah. It's kind of like when they talk about urban decay and like, I think a lot of the, uh, you know, especially the media, there's so much pressure to kind of build a story around that. So, you know, these movies and stuff, I think they're sort of to blame at some point. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. Music. Uh, yes. All of that. Yeah. Right. The only man in a bar, neon sign. I got it, you know, mm -hmm. beer and a beer. <laughs> well, and I, ironically, as you know, a lot of the signs, some of the greatest signs that remain are in the seedier parts of towns, yeah. of these cities. I was just fortunate to be in Nashville for three days and I wandered around and, and got some great neon signage uh, in some really, really bad areas. But that's where some of these beautiful, beautiful signs remain. And they, you know, because they haven't been gentrified or they haven't been fixed up. And, and those businesses, even if they've fallen in disrepair, those great signs still remain. So right. there's something to be said for those seedy parts of town with the beat up signs. I mean, it's, it's nice. Yeah. yeah. Well, also too, is like, you know, what, what things from the past do we cherish and what do we want to continue with? You know, it's different. It is an interesting kind of counterpoint, like, you know, in terms of saving, these architectural landmarks, there are like, you know, certain things are just meant to obviously go to the wayside. And I don't know if that's true about neon, but you know, as, as anything becomes more popular, you know, our, our tastes change and the increased awareness of even our desire to want to make neon signs be present again. I think we all know that, you know, there, there's something about them that uh, is definitely growing towards, you know, what, what isn't normally done nowadays, which is, you know, things being done by hand and, you know, mm -hmm. craftsmanship and, you know, all those complicated things we can't do anymore. I mean, we still do them and neon. So it's pretty cool to think about, you know, the commercial landscape and what, what, it, what we think about now as being important. You know, it's definitely changed and I think it's in a good way, you know. Yeah. And something also we haven't really touched on also, and I know Will can talk to this from the, um, the uh, Trader Sam sign, is that even though these, you know, these signs have stories, every sign has a story, you know, who designed it, built it, why was it built? What's the story of the owners? You know, what happened to the store? Did it fall into disrepair? What took over the store? The signs themselves have stories, but there's also the community around these signs, the neighbors that live in the area that love signs so much and, and the backstories of these neighbors in the community that, that have Mem you know, memories of these signs and what these signs mean to them. And that's a huge part of preserving these as well. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, you hit it on the head right there. I mean, that's, you know, there are, these are businesses, right? A lot of them are small businesses. Uh, these have all been in the neighborhood for 50, 60, 70 years. Um, and, you know, that's one thing that you have to be very careful of as you're approaching these um, is making sure that you understand the audience and really do it with taste, um, you know, with quality and, and you listen to the people that love these places. You know, it's not all about us. It's, it's about them too. These places yeah. are, yeah, these signs become, I mean, when a sign has been sitting there for 50, 60 years, it's an icon of the neighborhood too. I mean, people, mm -hmm. you know, it, when that goes, if that goes, a piece of the neighborhood goes with it. Mm -hmm. And there's a sense of pride. Can I tell you a quick story? Yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, when I was in Nashville, I was shooting a really cool liquor store in a not great area, the R&R &R Liquor Store. Uh, it was built in uh, 1949. 
and not a great area of town. So I'm, I'm taking pictures. I'm looking all over the place. And as I'm about to leave, this older guy staggers up to me and in a kind of confrontational way, you know, he, and he was like, you like the sign, huh? Are you here to try and buy it? And I was kind of like, I was kinda, no, it's a beautiful sign and it really should stay where it is. His entire disposition changed, this guy. He smiled at me and he said, you know, that sign is 71 years old. Mm. And he pulled up and he goes, you know, I'm 71 years old. And he had such a sense of pride in that sign. And it's not his business. But the smile on his face said everything about his love for that sign. And, you know, this is a guy who's probably lived in the area for a long time. This sign has been part of his, his life. And that's so important. I'm fascinated by these people and their stories. These, and yeah, exactly. The, uh, you know, a few years ago, I was in Mesa uh, shooting some of their great signage, Arizona. And uh, I was working my way to, the, to that fantastic uh, Starlight Motel with the diving lady. Uh, and somebody, like Mike, somebody stopped me and asked me, you know, what I was up to. And I said, oh, I'm, you know, I'm just shooting the signs here. I love the neon. He's, and he looked at me and said, have you seen our diving lady? You know, with such pride. Uh, yeah. And told me the story of, you know, how it had fallen in a hailstorm. And, you know, and, and they were, instead of, instead of going, well, too bad. I guess we're going to switch to LED now. They repaired it, they solidified it, and you know they realized what an icon it is um, and, and put it back up, and it's just, it's just stunning. It's, it's, yeah. it's, um, and as a group, we got to stay at that motel. When we that's, that's, that's another that's thing. Cool. That is a, that's a good point. It's another thing is we, we, don't, we just don't want to just go and, and, and shoot these things. We want to support the small businesses. So yeah. when we go on these trips, we make sure to stay in the motels um, that, you know, have this great neon because we want to show our support. Yeah, I think it's a great idea. I think, you know, yeah. especially with, I think to me, it sounds like this idea of collaboration in, in, the, in the greater context of trying to save these signs is really, I think the strength of, of what you guys are doing. And it's really a great, a great thing. And, and I really am personally excited about this. Where, where do we, you know, in terms of where you guys are headed right now, any what's the next uh, project you guys are working on that you want to let, let our listeners know about, or how can we, you know, go out there and support you guys? Well, we're currently looking for a sign in Los Angeles. We have feelers out looking for a neon sign to preserve. Um, there's a sign up in San Francisco. Um, you guys want to talk about that? Well, uh, Will? the Trader Sam sign. Yeah, Sam sign. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, you know, about six months ago, we went to the uh, Neon Speaks event up in San Francisco, and uh, we came across the Trader Sam uh, sign. That was one that Steve wanted to shoot, and uh, when we went there, uh, we decided to go in and, and have a drink. Why not? Um, you know, they have a great Supporting sign. small businesses. Yeah, yeah you, supporting, exactly the small supporting the small businesses. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, when we were in there, we met, um, you know, one of the, the family members that owns it, Angie, and um, we had a drink and we found out that this is the world's oldest, you know, continuously active tiki bar. And we asked if the sign was working um, and, you know, she mentioned that it wasn't. So we sort of, we kicked off this project. Um, we asked if she was interested in the family and they were. And so we were kind of rolling with this. We were partnering with San Francisco Neon to really get this sign restored. And, um, you know, as we had mentioned, it, it was a lot of work going on. Um, and we're currently 
on pause right now. We're trying to work through a few little kinks and hopefully we'll get this project off and running again. Uh, Cause we're really passionate about it. You know, some of the patrons that we met, you know, there are very passionate about this far as well. They, it's been in the community since, um, oh geez. Um, <laughs> Um, a long time. Yeah. The bar itself yeah. since the 30s. Um, yeah, yeah. It was 37, um, yeah. I believe. Yeah. Um, so not the first, but the longest continuously active now. Yeah. Uh, so that's, that's the project that we have on hold and current. You can find that on our website. There's a little bit of history on it in SunsUnited.com. Uh, go to our projects and uh, you can read up a little bit more about it. Absolutely. And, and it also, Max, talks to the point of, again, people who love these signs. You've got local you know, neighborhoods, people who have been there, drinking there for a long time. It's important to the neighborhood, important to the family and the owners. It's also important to the Tiki community. There's a, a lot of Tiki fans out there that love this place so, and they love the sign. So there's a lot of communities that, that want this sign preserved and saved. Yeah. I like the idea of the storyline between it, the, the parallels between sign and also Tiki world, which is, believe it or not, like you said, is, is very prevalent and uh, is highly regarded in terms of that world. It's, it's its own space. So I'm, I'm happy to, uh, I'm happy you made that connection because yeah, I mean, having these different uh, enthusiasts kind of join forces and just having them be a part of that is, is pretty cool. Um, I'm excited to see that transpire and come together, especially where you guys are, are headed. It's an exciting time. Uh, for the Science United group. Um, and I just want to say thank you for coming on. Is there anything else you want to touch on before we head out? Um, one more piece that I just wanted to add, you know, um, is just our community um, and our members. You know, one of the other big things that we really wanted to do was really support the artists in our group. Um, you know, uh, a lot of artists, uh, that, that's how they support themselves, uh, either through fine art with painting, um, you know, sketching, photography, that's really their livelihood. Um, and, you know, so we, we have our Facebook community right now, and that's really the, the channel that we really try to elevate and promote um, all the good work. I mean, neon artists, uh, vendors, and um, so, you know, the more people that we can get in there um, and, and join and be part of our group, the more that we can sort of spread the awareness of these amazing creatives that are out there trying to make a living doing this stuff um, and give them a platform for them just to spread um, the things that they're doing. Cause that's as a creative myself and you know what I do for a profession, it's, it's big for me and we need to support each other. And we also invite anyone who, you know, loves neon signs, likes neon signs, who wants yeah. to go out and say shooting with us, photographing yeah. these signs. Everyone is welcome to come and, and, and try it out. We welcome everybody. Yeah. Well, uh, absolutely. And signsunited.com, uh, Mar Mike, Marla, Steve, and uh, Will, I really appreciate all of the work that you're doing. Uh, and I really, I really mean it. Uh, really fantastic stuff. And I thank you for coming on the show. I appreciate you guys. Thank, thank you, so you for having us. Thanks, Max, so much. Hey guys, hope you enjoyed that show. If you haven't done so, please leave us a review on your podcast aggregator of choice. We have a lot of great neon guests coming up. And as always, thanks for listening.